Hello and welcome to another fabulous episode of BJC's Board Game Alliance number 81. I am your host, Joey, the preposterously prodigious poster... Pos- rap- no, ah! not even close. Ah! <laughs> not Hello. even close. I am your host, Joey Dees. I cannot speak English. Plus one for Sean and Josh. Yeah. I thought that was an easy one. Uh, you know what? You thought wrong. <laughs> of course, with us, as always, is Sean Epperson of Think 12 Games. Oh, hey, hey. And Josh, Josh Utley of the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? Good. <laughs> Running the boards. Who could probably speak better English than me? Vicky Barcelona. And better Spanish. Oh, and better Spanish. You know what? I'm going to learn one of these languages. Hi, Poppy. Someday. Mm. Someday. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us. Josh, how can the lovely Geek Nationals get a hold of us? Oh, just go to bjgeeknation.com and get all the blogs, 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 blah, blogs. Blah, 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 you can even blah, get blogs now. Yeah, you can go flogging. <laughs> uh, interviews, videos, links, and more. more. Including plogs. Ooh. Whatever those are. You, BGA you have to pay extra for those. And you can search for us on Instagram, YouTube. Radio.com Radio. app, iTunes. iTunes, whole bunch of stuff. BJ, Chase, <laughs> Geek, Nation. <laughs> Just go to Zulu's. We're there. We're sitting there. <laughs> why Why are we at Zulu's every day? What's going on, Josh? Uh, a lot of meetings, a lot of planning, a lot of extra life. Ooh, I could use another life. What, what, what do you got for me? What is extra life? Extra life <laughs> is a, for us, a 25-hour gaming marathon. Board yeah. gaming is what, we, uh, what we're going to do specifically. But how is this any different than your normal Friday night? Well, 25 <laughs> hours instead yeah. of okay. 24. All right. But so. why? Now we're doing it for children. Yay! Children! The children. Shorties. They are our future. Play games, heal kids. Uh, all proceeds from our event. So every raffle ticket sold, a portion of uh, the food sales will go to... Uh, Seattle Children's Hospital. Yay. And we'll be uh, raffling off some really cool stuff. Oh, yes. The raffle list is growing exponentially. I just brought more stuff today. Ooh, more stuff. I like stuff. You can also donate if you're watching online via Twitch or any of the other streaming apps uh, to destroy us in board games and make things much harder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. uh, We plan on playing Cosmic Encounter. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. come on, guys. We want to kill BJ, right? It doesn't (laughs) matter what race he's playing you want to help me so i say a buck a point is great that sounds a lot reasonable yeah or you can play like hey i will give you five dollars and bj has to attack with only one ship that is phenomenal i like that a great idea that won't work if he has uh macron though there's Every also one of those ships is four. There's also going to be some local designers that are coming in and going to be doing demos of games. So uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff for people to come and check out. And they're going to be doing it live on the Twitch channel as well as yeah. in store. So if you're in the uh, Seattle area, come check out uh, Zulu's in Bothell on uh, what, November 2nd. Yep, November 2nd through the 3rd. Uh, we, uh, we've gotten some stuff from Gray Fox Games. Ooh. So they've always been a huge supporter. They've always... One year they sent us the complete champion of Midgar. The year, wow. On its release year. Like everything. Every expansion. What? Yeah, it was crazy. It, it was a phenomenal <laughs> raffle. We will have new raffles from, uh, uh, from publishers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will also have a lot of uh, what we like to call pre-punched and pre-baggied raffles <laughs> because we are also donating from our personal collection some of our uh, favorite games. We should write little notes in them be like, this is why I love this game and I want you to have it. A local publisher, Calliope Games, 
donated a ton of stuff to us. What? So I want to give oh, a big nice. shout out to them. They are awesome. And you guys got to know, when they say pre-punched games now, that's, some of them means they just like you know punched out the miniatures and stuff. But some of these games, I mean, if you've seen BJ's organization system, I swear <laughs> you're going to think this is the best damn board game you've ever played. <laughs> True words. All our baggies are pristine. <laughs> but I did say earlier that we were going to have a bit of a special podcast today, guys. We have a guest with us today to talk a little bit about a new Kickstarter game, a game in space. And we all know we love games in space. Brian Corbett joins us to talk a little bit about The Oracle. Brian, how are you doing? Excellent. Thank you very very much for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. Uh, now, uh, unlike Star Trek, where uh, you're not supposed to destroy alien life forms, it looks like uh, we're supposed to meet and uh, destroy these new aliens in not Oracle? Yeah, yeah. One of the things about Oracle is that there are so many people competing to own it that you actually have to eliminate your opponents in order to guarantee that you'll win the game. And uh, what specifically are we doing? I know we're doing a little bit of resource collecting and planet discovery. Are we a planet ourselves? No, it, all the uh, systems consist of five planets, and the two nearest to the center of the table are the two homeworlds of the aliens you can represent during the game. So the different players you select are random each time, and that's where you start is from that planet. And then you go from planet to planet looking for weapons and defenses and tricky technology to help you get an edge. Got it, got it. And this whole time we're looking for this oracle. What is this oracle? Well, the oracle is pretty much the collection of all the knowledge in the universe. And it is either a catalyst or the center point of where the rebirth of the universe will be at. And whatever, you know, kind of like expanding on the Big Bang where, you know, the universe is going to expand and then it's going to collapse, but it's happening way ahead of schedule. You know, despite everybody's predictions, the universe is going to end quickly and everybody's scrambling to try and get possession of the Oracle. So they will be reborn into the new universe. Ah, I see. So only the race that gets the Oracle gets to survive. Exactly right, yeah. Well, that would make a good reason to want to destroy everybody else, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a big motivator. And uh, I see these are kind of like uh, round uh, card, like uh, uh, little textiles and stuff like that. And you have a little uh, alien race card. Uh, do you have any tips and tricks and strategies on how you go about to collect all these resources? Well, the just going planet to planet... You know, just looking for the best stuff. It's hard to know what's really super useful unless you've played the game once or twice. But the games are only about half an hour long, so it's really easy uh, to, you know, get a couple plays in in a, in a game night. Yeah, I that's wanted nice. to make a game, you know, that people want to play again. They play it and they go, I can do better. I want to play again. Let's go. Yeah, I love that when you get that first itch where you play it, you lose, and you're like, man, I want to play again. Exactly. Even when you lose. <laughs> now, you mentioned that there uh, is some player elimination. Now, you're trying to eliminate the players. Are they actually removed from the game, or can people still keep playing? No, no. One of the great things about it is even though you represent an alien race, you are a quote-unquote agent. And part of the rules of attaining the Oracle is only a single agent can participate at any time. So as soon as your player is eliminated in combat you are respawned the very next turn. So you don't lose any time. You can just get right back into the game. Very interesting. I like that idea because uh, I, hate, I hate it when you lose early or you know you're not in a game anymore because, you know, maybe you made a mistake here or there. But to just be able to jump back in and, well, search for the Oracle sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I have a really good friend who is uh, horrible with dice. 
And so I deliberately made this game with no dice. So there's no hit points to track or anything like that. You just, you go in and the weapons in the future are so powerful. If you get hit, that's it. You're vaporized. So Finally, it makes sense. <laughs> I personally am also terrible at rolling dice. I roll a lot of ones and not a lot of twenties. Yeah. Which does not pan out well in any game as it turns out. I need a game where when you roll a one, you win. <laughs> there you go. But, uh. Uh, I see that this game, you, you kind of hope that it shines with four or more players. What about four players or more hits this game to make it the, feel like the best it can be? Well, for one thing, when you're only playing two or three players, I mean, I feel like almost any three-player game, it's a two-on-one gang up. And in with two, the universe is just a little bit too big. So you, you, know, you spend a lot of time moving around and searching, and it kind of drags it out. But when you get four players... You know, it's a really good pace. It's fast. You've got to worry about a lot of other opponents. And at five or six, it's even—it's just chaos. The game ends so quickly because the planet dis- a single planet disappears after every turn once somebody's found the oracle. So the universe shrinks and it forces people to come together and fight. And it's uh, its a lot of fun. It's very frantic, a very quick pace. Oh, that's a great way. How do the, the planets disappear without fighting? Do they just randomly get decided? Yeah, once the oracle is in play, the planets disappear from the highest number to the lowest number. So you take off 30 and then 29 and then 28. But the dealing is random. So the pattern that they come off is random, but they disappear in the same sequence. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, I see you have some stretch goals here. You're looking to get some full-color decals and maybe a nice little tin for everyone if we get to some of your goals. I'm a big fan of tins. I don't know why Tom Vassell <laughs> hates them so much. <laughs> I mean, to me, it kind of sets a, a game apart that it's cherished. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah. It feels feels real special. And right now, the alien tokens are cardboard tokens, so they're full color on one side and black and white on the other, so that once you've used your alien power that you only get to use once per game, you just flip it over, and that signifies you're spent. You know, you can't do it again. And then every alien race also has a latent power that's always on that you don't have to use. So every alien race has a single-use power and a a power that's constantly on that they get kind of an edge destroy your enemies i love it i love it i I do agree with you with the tin i don't know why people don't like tins a lot of great things come in tins (laughs) (laughs) yeah some people some people like tins i I think they have a a good quality to them you know they're sturdy and you can take it more places yeah that's the thing they don't get damaged i mean so much even just boxware sitting on a shelf you know i think the tins prevent that that's true i agree plus if you're carrying them around to as many cons as we go to (laughs) Um, yeah, exactly. I do have a question, and I don't know if you can give us a little hint, but I see under the $50,000 stretch roll, there's a surprise. <laughs> well, what I really wanted to do at that at that point, it becomes so cheap to make the game that I was planning on giving everybody two copies of the game. Whoa. So even at the $25 price point, you would get two copies of the game, one for you and then one to give a friend. One to use and one to lose is what I say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Or to share, you know, whatever comes up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Spread the word. Spread the game. Spread the love. I love it. Yeah, again, that is Oracle on Kickstarter. You can uh, go fund it now if you go to, uh, it's by Interstellar Oracle or Oracle, the game, A Galactic Salvation. You Google any of that and you'll find it. When does your Kickstarter end? Uh, The end of the month. Yeah, yeah. So people have to get in there by Wait, uh, so October. October so Halloween, Halloween. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's a spooky a ending. Bad, bad ending date. But the whole point of this was that I could get funded and get it printed so that I can sell copies at uh, Burning Cat here in Portland. 
Ooh. Oh, you're in Portland. We love Portland. We're really close to you. We're in Seattle. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm actually in Vancouver right now doing some work, believe it or not. I told all my guys that I had to take a quick break. And uh, I was super flattered that you guys asked me to do this this podcast. But Aww. a friend of mine listens to your radio show religiously. And so uh, now I'm more than flattered. Now I'm honored. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you here. I mean, we want, we got to get your Kickstarter funded, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate any any help I can get. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, one quick thing. Since you're down in Portland, uh, where are some places that people can uh, potentially, you know, if they're in that area, can get a chance to actually play the game? You know, I've done quite a few plays at Guardian Games. I love that place. Um, I really like Off the Charts out in Gresham, and I plan to go out there and do some plays. Uh, Rainy Day Games is really good. We have so many game stores here in Portland. We're really spoiled. That's true. There's some really great ones out there. Yeah, I know, and I'm loving it because that's kind of this day and age. I feel like every time I ask someone where they go play games, all of a sudden there's a list as opposed to just one or two, right? as it used to be. <laughs> yeah, and there's Red Castle games right in my neighborhood. Uh, it's uh, fantastic. They all give to the community so much by giving people free table space. You know, it's just amazing. Yeah, wow. that is awesome. Well, again, guys, if you want to Kickstarter Oracle, a game of galactic salvation, please go to Kickstarter. Send Brian some love. I'm sure, Brian, are you on social media or anything like that? You know, I'm on Facebook myself, but not as the game, just as myself, Brian Corbett. And I've been spamming my own page because I figure I can't get in trouble because I'm not spamming any groups. But so many of my friends haven't even seen the Kickstarter link, so I'm just posting it like every other day so that people can see it. Awesome. Well, guys, well, Brian, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. We uh, hope to get to play your game soon. All right. Thank you very much. Again, thank you so much, Brian, for joining us. I cannot wait to dominate you guys in Oracle. Your planets will not survive. (laughs) (laughs) I will ruin you all. No more, I'll kill you so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, moving along, we have to get to some special deliveries. Special delivery. Wait, one more time. I want you to get One more time. Special <laughs> delivery. The uh, first one we have uh, is one that came in for me. This is Paladins of the West Kingdom by Garfield Games. This is going to be coming out from Renegade as well. Garfield is the original publisher. This was on Kickstarter. This was promised for December of 2019 and delivered in October. Wow. They were two months ahead of time. That's what wow. I like to hear. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, this so right. Paladins is the next game in the Architects of the West Kingdom uh, world. Uh, it basically takes that game and ratchets up the complexity. It's much deeper and uh, a lot more strategy going on. So I'm really interested to see how this is going to play out. Really, uh, really anticipated on this one. Uh, this looks like a worker placement game. Would I be correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Garfield's really all about the whole worker placement, and they always change it up in some interesting way. So uh, I'm really excited to see how this plays out. Looks like it has a great board. Green. Oh. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I mean, you get that field right, and lots of different colored meeples. Like it's a lot bright, a lot of bright colors, and yeah, it just it looks gorgeous. And of course, I've got the metal coins because you know metal coins. Because metal coins are better than fake plastic coins that don't they don't take it. You they know, are they retail establishments. To be fair, they are real plastic coins. <laughs> <laughs> Not to me, Josh. Okay, they're fake, man. I remember when I got those when I was a kid. You know, I tried to use the chocolate candies as money. Uh-huh. And that didn't work out too well. I think that would work for some people today. Yeah, it's a lie. Gold coins. Hmm. Not uh, so gold. What else are Oh, yeah. I also got in uh, Crave uh, by... Uh, Black Forest Studio. Now, if you remember, back when we were doing the uh, Kickstarter stuff, uh, we talked about this game, and Vicky was all a flutter about the characters <laughs> in this game. I'm like, if you can find me one like that in real life, please send them my way. 
The box has tattoos. <laughs> uh, BJ got this one in too. Oh, he got one? Yep. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so this is a deck builder game with uh, werewolves and vampires and really cool stuff. So the art looks amazing in this game. So it's another one that we're going to be uh, getting to do. How was the cardstock? And cardstock looks really good. I mean, it's high quality stuff. Uh, all the production looks really nice on it. I do have a question, and this might be uh, one you don't know the answer to. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask, and probably look stupid. Why is the V in Crave red? Is it mean something special? Is it mean five? It I means th- for Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I think they're calling attention to the whole vampire aspect. You know, V for vampire, Ooh. red for blood. Oh, sure. Makes uh, sense. I knew Sean had the answers. <laughs> uh, they had promised this one in November and uh, was delivered in October. So, again, they were ahead of the curve on this. Is this going to be a new Kickstarter trend? Is it going the other way now? I will. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> So the next one that came in, uh, BJ got, it's The North by Smallbox Games. It funded in July of this year and delivered in October. Wow, that's so fast. Just a couple of months. Unfortunately, it lives up to its name, lives up to its company name to the letter. Smallbox? It's Smallbox Games. The cards fit so perfectly in the box that you may rip the box getting the cards out of the box. Sounds like you need another box. (laughs) But from what I've been told, the card quality is very good, and we're looking forward to playing this one, too. Now, are you going to actually play with BJ? I know that can be a task. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I will. Oh, yeah. I just fall asleep, and he just, when he's done. Does he wake you up by throwing M&Ms? No. Just Josh, he, vote. Just play it this loud. Special delivery. You're like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I just use my turn to contemplate the ways that I'm going to mess him over. Ah, see, that's smart. That's the evil <laughs> genius in you. You knew. You know, I know one way to screw with him. <laughs> well, Crave again. Vicky, we'll have to get you to play this game. Okay. Or just find, You're me, in? find well, me the guy. That was easy. Well, I, that's a little bit harder. I mean... I believe in you, Joe. The Kickstarter didn't come with a man. Well, I'm very <laughs> upset about this. I mean, unless what there was a backer version. special delivery was this? <laughs> you're not very the, special? You're not the UPS driver I was looking for. <sighs> this is not the human trafficking I wanted. Jesus. <laughs> Next on Kickstarter, human trafficking by... No. Uh, wow. Looks like BJ got another one. Uh, Circadian First Light. Yeah, was special was. delivery! <laughs> Funded in January of 19. <laughs> uh, delivered in October of 19. Oh. That's all it's And that was the exact uh, delivery date they said. Oh, okay. Oh. So, so it was they, right on time. They, they, hit, they hit it out of the park on that one. Nice. Uh, that is a strategic dice placement, resource management, and engine building game designed by Sam McDonald. I'm guessing there's a space theme? Uh, of course, it's a space <laughs> theme. But Sam yeah. McDonald was involved with Architects of the West Kingdom. Ooh, nice. So you'll love yeah. this game. Oh, yeah. I already love this game because one of the cards says soda supply is my resources. <laughs> I didn't know that soda was an actual resource in any game. Today, soda's been an yes. overabundant resource. <laughs> well, you got to stay fueled up. I mean, like you said, you're falling asleep, Josh. Maybe we need to get you an unlimited supply. I need it. I need the fuel. I do love the three card is like a grog, which looks like a lizard, a carviac, which looks like a robotic squid like monster thing, and then soda. <laughs> soda. Hooray. I do really like that it seems the a lot of the Kickstarters are tightening up pretty good. Anything in the last year or two has been hitting their deadlines or beating their deadlines. I like the new standard for board games. On time or early. <laughs> yeah, this is another Garfield game. Oh wow. 
but it looks great. I definitely recommend it. This one actually just looks fun. Like it reminds me of a C Lab twenty twenty one. Yes, very similar to that. Like some mm. or or Archer in Space. If you saw that last yes, season, it's that's like, it reminds me a lot of that. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you know, BJ will be your Archer if you need him to be. No, <laughs> no, no. Then he can be, uh, uh, out the cargo hold. I know he can be like Ray or somebody. I don't know. <laughs> he he's, Miss, a, he's Miss Archer. Miss Archer. Oh, he is. <laughs> oh my God, he is. Anywho, except you know, it's not booze he's addicted to. It's board games <laughs> and peanut M and M's. Just as deadly. Well, I'm really looking forward to playing that one because I've been this year. I've noticed worker placements where it's been at for me. Yeah, interesting. Really been into yeah. worker placement, huh? Yep, been loving it. Although that may change because the next one. Special delivery. Is Cena Tempora by Ludus Magnus Studios. I have been waiting on this one since 2017. Whoa! <laughs> when was their uh, projected? Last year. Mm. So it was a, about a year did and they, a half late. Did they give a reason why? Uh, look at the minis. I. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Mm. That is an understatement. <laughs> yeah, this game, uh, it's. Basically, on Dungeon Crawl, it's you're fighting against AI-controlled minis. Uh, thematically, you're trying to find a new planet to terraform, and you have your sights on this one. But, of course, there's inhabitants. So, like any good uh, noble race, you wipe out the inhabitants <laughs> so you can <laughs> take over the planet. Such nobility. <laughs> uh, but what makes this interesting to me is uh, it's a cooperative game, but they added in this um, rondelle that controls momentum and who goes when. Most co-op games are usually, okay, you do this, you do that, and the alpha really takes off because he's running everything. Well, you got to kind of go when this momentum board tells you to go. So that helps negate the alpha. That makes sense. Kind of looks like the little life spin down that you right. spin. The minis are unbelievably. The quality is through the roof. I've There's went a through million the box. of them. Yeah, they even had a resin option. I really, I didn't get it. I, what? It was a lot of money. <laughs> but how? <laughs> so I'm sorry. But I really want it. But they're hard plastic. They're super paintable. They're they're already put together. You don't have to glue them together or anything like that. I'll give you four examples of these minis. There's a cybernetic woman with, it looks like six arms. Well, you have to. With Three with guns, one with a suitcase, another one with what looks like a very fancy iPad. <laughs> <laughs> then you have a miniature with... She's still trying to update the 13. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. Uh, there's the, another one, though. This is awesome. This is like, imagine Hellboy, but the size of a goblin with big horns and a minigun. Yeah. Those, those guys are cool. Oh, they're cool? Yeah. The classified are, as they're, Fonzie cool? They are. They are. Uh, hey! They're actually just kind of the base minion that runs around and you got to try to take out. But it has multi-use dice. So dice has lots of stuff going on on it. And then you get offensive rolls, defensive rolls, skills, skills checks, skill rolls. I know that sounds like three of the same thing, but I'm only halfway through this rule book, and they are not. Wow. Uh, and then tech trees. So as you're playing your character, not only can you upgrade your skills, you get this tech tree. Uh, so, you know, you can t go down a certain path to to upgrade accordingly. And the weapons themselves have three different versions. So you can upgrade your weapons. Oh, wow. Sounds like a dungeon crawl. It, 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 it has that feel to it for sure. I'm looking at it, and all I keep thinking is this Warhammer 40K meets Avatar. I always like to call it uh, Think Star Ocean, the okay. video game series, because yep. high fantasy meets uh, sci-fi. 
This is right down my alley. I mean, I love this kind of stuff. I love uh, World of Warcraft, Warcraft 3, Blizzard kind of whole world that they created. That's mm-hmm. that's me in a nutshell right there, guys. If you want to know what hits my fancy, that's it. <laughs> the boxes these, this came in is just crazy huge. I happened to see it on uh, Josh's table. I was like, oh, my Lord. What is Two tables or one this? table? <laughs> all, all three of the boxes. All three of the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and it also comes with a Hydra. Ooh. Whoa, that's a that's like Space Hydra. It is Space yeah. Hydra. Space Hydra is very dangerous. And there is a uh, Think Gorilla Grodd, but with cybernetic upgrades. Yes, it's like Winston from Overwatch. Except <laughs> <laughs> he has like twice as many guns. <laughs> so, well, for a second there, I thought there was a weird little vampire hunter, and I thought the sword was a guitar, and I got real excited. <laughs> Dude, I got to tell you, I don't know what it is about miniatures, but I don't care what the game is. If there are cool miniatures like that, I want to play it. Well, these miniatures are absolutely top-notch, and that was mostly, uh, what I think, what their delays were. It was they wanted them to be good, so I think there was some, uh, you got to approve the proofs. The proof have to come back, and if they don't approve them, it unfortunately causes delays. But there was no shortcuts. There was no whining. There was no pleading. They sent... Uh, constant updates there was no behind the scenes oh my god what's going on uh it they they were above board the whole time so this goes to show you if you communicate on your kickstarter your fans are not going to abandon you they'll wait for the, a good game they just want to know what the hell's going on yeah. yeah and people are getting it and people are happy so you know it is I'm weird happy with it. kickstarter might be the one place where when you tell something it's someone is going to be late it's okay you know, you're like, I would rather have the product be complete and finished than get an incomplete product early. But you do yeah. have to be upfront about it. But like, you have to tell them. Yeah. 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 And constantly. Because that's, I, we've had that situation where, I mean, granted, it completely fell apart where you've, you know, fund a Kickstarter, you help try to fund one, and then you get zero info and then zero product at the very end. And there's nothing that can really happen from there. Yeah, because there's nothing worse when you're getting like, or a video game or a board game where they release it early. And it's not complete, and you play it, and you're like, this is not what I wanted. But if you release it later and tell them, hey, guys, sorry, this isn't the product we wanted to give you, and then they release it even a year later, and you get it, and it works, and it's fine, it plays well, and it's what you wanted, I think that's okay. And I feel yeah. at this point, it's expected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joey, just for you. Oh, I'm listening. There is a set of one, two, three, four, five specialable, specialable, special playable heroes that I have. They came in, in as part of the Kickstarter add-ons. Ooh, let me take a look. Yes. Yes! It's the, um, oh, Spaceballs. Spaceballs, yes. Sorry, do you not know Spaceballs? I I do know Spaceballs. Do you know what I call the Farva of space? (laughs) Okay, so to be fair, it's Spaceballs, not Spaceballs, because uh, barf is burp. Burp! Wow. Burp. And you have special hero Starbus, (laughs) special hero Goldie, uh... Hornetta. Hornetta. And, of course, Black Munchkin. He happens to look like a Vader with a large helmet. It looked looked like they had one of the aliens that had a top hat. So, remember, like, the little, like, song and dance that the alien does on the counter? It looked like they had one of the aliens that had his little little hat doing that little move. I love (laughs) shout-outs to old sci-fi greats. That's amazing. If you guys haven't seen Spaceballs, by the way, it's essentially a parody on Star Wars. You should definitely go see it. Yeah. There R- are combs involved. R.I.P. Uh, John Candy. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Now I'm sad. <laughs> He's been dead for a while. Like, this isn't news. <laughs> but I didn't think about it till now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had pushed it to the dark recesses of my mind, Vicky, and now it's back. 
That's the funny thing about this game, though. It had it did actually have a very serious tone to it. Mm-hmm. Very sci-fi, high fantasy, and then they just throw in these spaceball characters. Just because like, why not? Yeah, I love it. You gotta have a little light humor in there, guys. Even the Joker had a Joker, uh, a joke or two in it. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but no, don't spoil it. Yet. <gasps> soon, very soon. Great, great film. Okay, but it's very dark. Fair enough. Bring your umbrella. <laughs> Because it's going to rain after that. <laughs> I don't know how much sense that made. That was Because very... it's cloudy outside and you're depressed. Oh, Honest. Good job, Joe. I, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to lighten the mood by saying, play board games. <laughs> you know, get out there. Join us at Zulu's. Well, guys, it's been another great episode, hasn't it? Yeah. We learned about some great new Kickstarter games. And we learned that we're going to have a great time at Zulu's for Extra Life. Come join us either either online or uh, at Zulu's itself. Do it. Oh, yeah. We want to see you there. We want to see BJ crying on stream. <laughs> so even for 25 hours, play nice. 